You sisters know that my skin has been glowing lately. And I'm here to tell you my secret. Oak Essentials. You've heard us talk about their line of luxurious products before, and we're so excited to have them as a sponsor of OK Sister Podcast because now you can join in on the glowy goodness. You know Oak Essentials is legit because it was created by none other than our favorite brand ever, Jenny Kane. Oak Essentials is known for its simple approach to self-care with a lineup of foundational skincare staples made with high-quality ingredients that drive results. It aims to unlock healthy, glowing skin with decadent and hydrating ingredients that give you a luxe, dewy glow. I won't shut up about the Moisture Rich Balm. It's a nutrient-rich balm that supports collagen production and delivers serious hydration for a luminous glow. And a luminous glow indeed. The way my skin feels like butter after applying this balm. This balm will make you never want to wear makeup again. And you can apply generously during your night routine to lock in moisture as you dream. It's the definition of beauty sleep. Treat yourself or someone else this season. You sisters will get 15% off and a free organic honey-based restorative mask with their first order. Oh my God, what a deal. When you use code OKSIS15 at checkout. That's right. 15% off plus a gift with your first order at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com. Promo code OKSIS15, OKAYSIS15. Go ahead and treat yourself. From luxurious skincare to meaningful self care, you deserve it. Welcome to OK Sis Podcast. Hi, sisters. I'm Maddie. And I'm Scout. And we are sisters IRL. I'm the older one. Yes, Scout. We know. We're cultural observers. And of curious minds. Get ready for sisterly banter while we chat about fixations, learnings, and personal growth. We promise it'll be a good time. As long as you don't get too loud, Mads. Welcome to the sisterhood. Hello, and welcome back to OK Sis Podcast. My name is... Madeline Rose Mayo. Oh, I was wondering, are you gonna you're gonna give us a alter ego? You're gonna give us a little Sasha Fierce? I don't know, because when we just signed on to this Zoom account, your teeth, you were doing the buck teeth move and it frightens me. But hello sisters, my name is Scout. I am the older sister of the Madeline Rose Mayo, otherwise known, otherwise known as Madela, otherwise known as Maddie, otherwise known as Mads. Wow. And we are back with another back. Monday, another episode, all the things. Dude, we're back with another fucking Monday. Ain't that the truth? Yeah, well, when you say it like that, it makes me depressed. Oh. I think I am... In a state of delirium. Is that and what it is? Of deliriousness? <laughs> this is exciting that we're recording during your state of Boy, delirium. I mean, there was insomnia last night. Okay, um, you can't call it insomnia. Insomnia is like a condition oh. of chronic not being able to sleep. You couldn't sleep last night. Wait, are you serious? I thought you like anyone could have insomnia. Like you have insomnia. You can't sleep that day. No, it's not like a one single day I think situation. it is. No, insomnia is when you have repeated, like you have issues with sleep over and over and over again. I do have issues. That's for sure. That's been proven. <laughs> well, maybe you shouldn't, you know, watch content until the last second that you go to bed. I know. I know, guys. Uh, you did not do a wellness check on me and it was really rude scout well because then i was wondering i was like she already knows this character's gonna die and so i feel as if i didn't know how i didn't know how and it was the most infuriating we're talking about Grey's anatomy just so everyone is up to speed and listen to our latest episode our last episode um it was infuriating I feel sick to my stomach I honestly like cannot continue on I'm gonna take a little break which is actually really good for my mental health and um but you did not you did not check up on me so that was that was really rude oh you know it wasn't on my to-do list oh. it was not on the to-do list and maybe if I thought, oh, no, I would I never thought do checking this. up on Mads was like a perpetual to-do on your list 
it is. And then as other more important things entered my life that I had to get done on deadlines, that check-in has gone quite down on the priority list. I mean, if anything, if anything, you should be checking in on me. And why is that, Scout? What 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 travesty have you endured uh, that is bigger than my Grey's Anatomy viewing experience? Heartbreak. Oh, boy. Oh, I hope someone pulls that clip and uh, thinks you're being serious because that would be incredible. <laughs> if we were famous enough for people to write headlines about us, I would want it to be an E! News. Mads mm. asks what could possibly be comparable to her travesty with watching Grey's Anatomy. I mean... I think many people would agree. It is heartbreak at its finest. It's a travesty. It's something that we endure um, and we need wellness checks on. And you did not deliver that to me. But I do. Okay. I do. Wait. Ha- wait. Wha- ah. If you're going to pause on Grey's Anatomy, can you please get on the Marvel train? Please. I'll think about it. Um, so, Scout, <sighs> we have huge news on your front. Um, talking about wellness checks, I promoted you on my Instagram. That was a first. Okay, you are such a bitch because, (laughs) sisters, I put out my very first course at Scouts Agency. For those that don't know what I do at Scouts Agency, one of our top service, what we're super, super known for is booking women as guests on podcasts. We have booked, I think, close to 600 podcast episodes in the last two and a half years. We have booked our clients on top, top, top rated podcasts, clients that are already running seven figure businesses to clients who have just started their business. So we represented all of the plethora. And I realized and was hearing that, you know, obviously a monthly retainer is not available for all people at that stage of their business. And I wanted to create um, a more accessible offer to those who who wanted to get themselves out there, who wanted their voices to be heard, who wanted to jump into the podcasting space as a guest. So I put our entire proprietary journey that we take our clients on in a beautiful course. There are videos of me and yes, they were edited by Maddie. I was waiting for that. I was waiting for that. Mm -hmm. Um, Because that's the star of the whole thing. So if I'm not enough, you should purchase it so that you can see Maddie's editing job. Yes. Um, So as everyone knows, I'm now a YouTube star and therefore I'm a video editor and I edited Scout's course. And let me tell you, it's a good course. You you cover all of it. And I edited it and I, I did my little zoom in. I did my little jump cuts. I made it very Emma Chamberlain-esque, but still keeping it classy. Thanks. And wasn't I cute in my white lace dress? And also, since we're talking about this, which I wasn't prepared to talk about this, but thanks, Mads. I'll give the sisterhood 20% off the course if anyone buys it with code OKSIS. And that will be live for this entire week. It'll end on this Friday. So go and get 20% off. You really get your fucking self on podcast. Yeah, you really spilled the tea. Definitely sharing all the secrets that we've learned from from our time in the podcasting sphere. Yes, I like how you wrote that in your story. You were like, everything we learned at OKSIS Podcast. I was like, um, more like everything I've learned by running a business where I do this for a living. But sure, that too. Okay, but we've gotten ourselves on amazing podcasts. So I've learned things too. And you shared those secrets that we've learned as a joint venture. Oh, okay. Well, whatever you say. You commented on mine and you're like, whoever edited this should win an Emmy. And I was like, this is giving me mads at my wedding vibes. I mean, I spoke facts. I came, I came to your Instagram and I spoke facts. Oh, you did. Okay, let's get into this episode because sisters don't need to hear about our working relationship any further. <laughs> All right, ladies and gee. <laughs> I love gee so much. Oh, my God. Love him. Oh, literally, that's why have we said that? Ladies and gee, this week we have... A, a sister duo, which you would think we would have had more sister duos on this podcast because it is called OK Sis and we are sisters IRL uh, for those of you who were unaware. And uh, we have the sisterly duo behind the new line Parallel Apparel. You might know them. Alicia Marie and Ashley Nicole. YouTube sensations, fellow podcasters. I mean, overall delightful women. 
we got so deep in this episode. We went all over the place. It started really fun. And then, you know, we deep dove into self-care on the internet, placing your worth in follower count, download count, um, the amount of likes you get, and how to not only rethink your self-worth to come from something internal, but also what happens when you show up on the internet authentically and how stepping into who you really are on the internet can be something scary. We talk about Alicia's trajectory on YouTube. We talk about how Alicia and Ashley work together on their apparel line. I was so entranced by these sisters. I could have talked to them for another hour. So I am so stoked to get to know a different side of them. Um, And I think this is going to be one of our best episodes. I'll just say it. I'll just say it. You know what, sister? I'm going to agree with you. Oh, that's good. Love you, Mads. Okay, sisters, we hope you enjoy this episode. And if you feel so called, so willing, so inspired, write us a review. Leave us five stars. We love you. Oh, my God. We love our reviews. Don't we, Scout? Yeah, fuck off. you You might even be featured on a post or a story on the OKSIS podcast Instagram if you write us a very compelling review. Yeah, I kind of want a novel. I want like chapter one of I want a novel. Like, I, I want like specific references. Like, I mean, don't, I mean, like any review is good, but to get featured on the Instagrams, we we want like, we want some silliness in there. Like for instance, oh. one of my favorite ones was, love this podcast, but Mads's volume peaks at very inopportune times and I have to pull out my headphones in order to keep my hearing intact okay yeah we're gonna get like bills at the end of people's lives for hearing aids because of you but I also want to say just (laughs) we're just going off the rails here before we get into this episode I just want to say that vagina sweat is back because I took an in-person class and that shit happens when you're in person and so I am proud I need a hat we gotta say it it's a hashtag that we've talked about this Mads we've talked about getting a hat that says vagina sweat wait ladies and gee do we make vagina sweat merch. <laughs> would you actually wear? What if, Matt? What if we sell? No. What if we sell vagina sweat merch and then all of a sudden all the fitness boutiques just picked it up and had it in their gift shops across Los Angeles? Look, it's it's an epidemic. Um, mm-hmm. It's something people don't talk about enough, and it's a really serious condition. And it's called vagina sweat, and every woman experiences it and no one is saying anything also why is the vagina the first place to sweat you know what i mean it's so you're just you're standing there and it's just vagina sweat and nothing else and it takes like 10 minutes for the rest of your body to kick in nothing else i want i went also to work out this morning the vagina sweat was clear as day clear Hmm. as the winter day That's good for you. Okay, sisters, let's have our conversation. (laughs) Ashley Nicole and Alicia Marie, we love you. Ever since having a baby, I've been extremely conscious about what I spend my money on and which products I use. And clothing is no different. I want my wardrobe to be sustainable, good quality, and timeless. You have to be talking about whimsy and row, right? Whimsy and Row is an LA-grown, eco-conscious brand born out of the love for cute, comfy, and classic styles. Every piece is made by women for women. Quality goods, local production, natural and organic fabrics. Yes, please give me all the linens. Just like OK Sister, Whimsy and Row is based on the idea that women are multidimensional. There's a balance of flirty feminine and minimal masculine in all of our wardrobes, and Whimsy and Row means exactly that. From special occasions to everyday effortless styles, their clothing is meant to mix and match and wear on repeat. I have been wearing their Kira pant in black linen probably three times a week. Sisters, if you've been listening to this podcast or following me on Instagram, you know that Whimsy and Rose Kira Pant in Black Linen is a sisterhood staple at this point. Founder Rachel Temko created the brand back in 2014 because she wanted to create an approachable and inclusive brand that cared for the people and the planet first. 
Get the full Whimsy experience IRL at their Venice location or shop online at whimsyandrow.com. Their store in Venice is so cute. I can attest. And if you're in LA, I highly recommend stopping by. They are always putting on these amazing community events. They just launched their spring summer collection and we will be living in it all summer long. Visit their website, whimsyandrow.com. That's W-H-I-M-S-Y-A-N-D-R-O-W.com and use code OKSISTER for 15% off. Sisters, my goal these days is to always look put together when I leave the house. Nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that. I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way. When I look at my closet every single morning and think about what I can wear that is chic and intentional, I usually end up grabbing one of my Jenny Kane sweaters and I always end up loving the way I look and the way I feel in them. You all know, sisters, that when I envision my highest self, I am wearing Jenny Kane. Their sweaters are the quintessential must-have item. I cannot stop wearing my Marina set. I throw it on and immediately feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers movie. Like I could just walk on the beach in Santa Barbara. It is the coastal grandma aesthetic. My favorite Jenny Kane sweater right now is their everyday sweater in taupe. This is the definition of a staple that every woman must have in their wardrobe. Sisters, trust me on this one. I wear it with leggings, oversized jeans and a little kitten heel or a silk maxi skirt. Legit, Mads and I are so obsessed with wearing our Johnny Kane sweaters that we've literally shown up both wearing the same sweater once. The white alpaca cocoon crew neck, which is this deliciously oversized sweater. Yeah, that moment takes the cake. Both of us walking in with our matching Jenny Kane sweaters. We're obsessed. Can't take them off. Wearing them every day. The type of staples that save your outfit. That is what I love about their entire collection. It is truly the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless design. So you can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code OKSIS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code OKSIS. O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Hello and welcome to OK Sis. Live in a studio audience. I think that we forgot how to be in person because we have two beautiful women in front of us. And I'm like... Two beautiful sisters. Two beautiful sisters. I'm like, how do you start a podcast episode in person? Welcome, Alicia and Ashley. Hello. (laughs) Thank you so much. I'm honored that we're your first in-person podcast. I know. I feel like this is a huge thing for us. I mean, we have YouTube royalty here, so we had to, like, step it up (laughs) and get the video going. Like We're like, oh, Alicia Marie's coming. Let's pull off the video cameras. No, 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 no. No, no. It's it's taken us three years. It's taken me three years to accept the fact that this audio-only platform that I got into because of the audio-only aspect Mm -hmm. is now needing to also be video. So here we are. Here we are. That's why we all started podcasts. We were like, we don't have to get ready. We can look like shit. That's awesome. No makeup. And now it's like, oh, we need a YouTube strategy, a TikTok strategy. It's like, great. Love it. There are so many podcasts killing it. And Remy and I are like, wow, we got to step things up. Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) We We got to step it up here. (laughs) Oh, I know. All right. Let's do current fixations before we get into everything. Oh, my God. Okay, so my current fixation, which I was wondering if I've ever talked about on the podcast, unsure, but Mads thinks it's very off-brand for me, but it's kind of my alter ego, I feel like. Okay. I am obsessed with Ed Milet. <gasps> I, I love okay, him. Okay, thank you, thank you, thank you. That gorgeous, godly man and his beautiful wife and family, what a wholesome individual. Have you listened to the episode of his podcast with Tim Grover? I have not, but I saw it in my or listen now later playlist. Yeah, it's latest one. So there's not many episodes that I want to listen to twice or (gasps) feel like I have to go through twice. I need to re-listen maybe two, three, four times. With a notebook, taking notes. With a notebook. You know, I will say that it's definitely not Mad's vibe because 
he is this episode specifically with Tim Grover. Tim Grover was like uh, Michael Jordan's coach, Kobe Bryant's coach, etc. It is a little bit of that of that hustle culture to an extent, mm-hmm. but they talk really openly and candidly about what it means to win as high achievers, high performers, the best in class, etc. And so, look, you don't have to listen to the episode and beat yourself up that you're not best in class because I can see some people doing that. But being able to pick or to hear two men who are so high performing high achieving successful men who always are progressing always want more always are trying to be the best really have a glass of tequila and just open up about the realities of that oh i i've never felt more seen i've never felt more (laughs) stoked do you ascribe to hustle culture i like nobody on paper ascribes to hustle culture yes i feel like before a a few years ago i am i the ego of I still edit everything myself. I do everything myself because right. I work so hard. Blah, 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 blah. It Now it's so cringe and annoying looking back at myself. So I definitely did where now I realize that it was such the wrong mindset. So it is so cool hearing podcasts like that um, where people actually talk about it and talk about how that's not the way to go. But there are some truths and actual things that are tangible tips to you know learn from yeah you should listen to this episode it's phenomenal so that specific episode but just add my let as just just a man in laguna beach his pod art i'm sorry (laughs) no 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 you don't don't change ed don't change ed i don't know i just i just like see a big like hulky man and i'm like this is not this is why you don't judge a book by its cover i I definitely judge a book by its cover okay my current fixation is chamberlain coffee Oh, wow. Now, like, I was skeptical. Mm-hmm. Not gonna lie. They're the best. Exactly. Honestly, exactly. I, I, I'm shocked at how incredible the quality is. And obviously the branding is, I mean, impeccable. She's just the cutest. It, incredible, it's yeah. so unique, too. It and really it fits is. her. Oh, Like, perfectly. the colors, the animals, everything. And the tone everything. and messaging. Mm-hmm. Everything. The, the whole rebrand was such a good idea. And I think she's admitted. She's like, I've learned so much from that first iteration. And totally. Honestly, I just I love it for her, and I'm such a big I'm a big fan. Yeah. Oh, we're we're big, big. in the fans at our house. She's fans. always on. Oh yeah. I'm invested always in the TV. move. The move. <laughs> yeah. Oh, very move. invested. Like literally, ju- I know. What is it with YouTubers moving? It. Laura Elizabeth just moved. Yes. We were just on her podcast, and yeah. she, she was she said she was just, uh, just moved, and we were like, wow. I know we need that's to exciting. Tyler, I totally forgot. To I love a fresh start. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love a fresh. That's what it signifies. Start. That's what it signifies. Yeah. yeah a fresh start. For yeah. Sure. <laughs> okay, Ashley, what is your current fixation? Uh, current fixation. Um, it's kind of a big deal. I feel like coming out of quarantine, I've been obsessed with F forty five workout classes. Okay. Here we go. Here I, we go. I, I would never would have thought that this would have been my thing. I have I've gone through I've done all the workout classes. I've tried everything out here. Um, weightlifting and like strength training is one of my favorites, but I'm also like not it's not something that I'm I'm good at doing by myself. Yes. I have been going every day for the last like month and a half and I'm obsessed and I feel like the strongest I've ever felt in a while, especially coming out of quarantine. Because it was rough, you know, going, walking back in. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I looked at the dumbbell and was like, ooh, fuck. That was like a, you were a F45 stan. Yeah. For, for, for two and a half months. I, <laughs> it's hard for me to She's work out. She's not a worker outer. I'm right. the worker outer in the duo. So Got I it. thought it was really great that not only was I going for two and a half months, but I was going to F45. Yeah. I was yeah, like, right. oh, don't fuck with me. I'm doing whatever the, that shit is. Rome. And um, <laughs> This thing, this one. This one. This one. <laughs> And I hurt my back. Be careful oh, no. because it is it is a little high intensity. It's a lot. And the instructors at my the one I went to gave me the wrong advice and mm, made me keep no. going and then I totally fucked my back up. Yeah. Especially when one trainer's watching over twenty people. It's so hard so to have hard. that, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. actual No, it's definitely one of those things you have to listen to your body. You've been if, loving if it though. Done, You've been feeling you don't you strong? love how it's like forty five minutes. It's so fast you don't even know that you worked out. I mean I can't even catch my breath, let yeah. alone keep track of the time. I yeah. feel like I blink and it's over, which is awesome, but it is it's pretty intense. So there's been a couple times where they're like, you should up the weight and I'm like, no. no yeah. <laughs> they're like you you could, you're so strong. You could do this. I'm like, back off. Okay? Yeah, just like, I'm you don't know what body. I've been through yeah. or, or what I can do right now. So for I me, it's more like, you don't know how weak I am. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay. Alicia, what is your current fixation? Not me. Not really like, you know, 
coming up with something. <laughs> I was like, Alicia, please tell me you have something interesting in your life right now. I was like, okay, like, what about makeup? Yeah. Oh, you know what yeah. I am loving? You know what I'm loving? Okay. The Ardell Accent Lashes. I'm wearing them right now. I can't tell you how many compliments I get on my lashes because people think they're real, but they're just half lashes. I was going to say, what's on the accent? Cor- they're okay. just on the corner. They're like these little tiny. Instead of like a full strip. Instead of a full strip, it's just the corner. And I swear it gives you the perfect little cat eye. Um, I have been obsessed. I literally gave one to my friend today. I was like, here, keep this one because I have I have like bulk oh <laughs> in one of my, my drawers. Gosh. I love them so much. Well, it looks so much more natural because I don't know about you guys, but I, I can always tell if someone's wearing lashes because of the inner the, corner of their right, eye. Right, and it's like peeking and out. And it's oh, not like there. Because yeah. it's not there. Wait, so is it this like an everyday thing or does it stay on? Oh, no, no, no. It's just a individual, like, you know, a normal. Like a you take it off yeah. every night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You take Reusable it off every night. Ones. Yeah. They're not eyelash extensions or anything like that. However, um, I'm a big fan. I don't wear them every single day, obviously, because yeah. if I don't have to put makeup on, I'm not wearing makeup. But 100%. I love them. I'm yeah. obsessed. No, they look so good. The 315. That's the number. <laughs> I got that one of those extensions or whatever when they whatever. I don't know what it is for my wedding. And it stayed there for three weeks. It was really I don't we don't wear makeup we're not really makeup yeah. people but when you accentuate your lashes it's yeah. kind of like oh, getting your eyebrows done yeah. yeah something very different happens to your face it changes yeah. your entire face and I feel like all of a sudden I'm like oh I feel so feminine now oh, yeah. because like, yeah. I can, like, like, I can like, feel my lashes it's, it's insane <laughs> it's like little butterflies especially because like, mine are like blonde yeah. so you can't see mine at all <laughs> oh I didn't even think about that do you also have to fill in your eyebrows oh, I get them um, um, tinted really I want to make a big difference I did that once and I looked Wait, wild. I don't remember that. Really? I looked wild. It was, I think it was just too dark. I was like, oh. I just got my microbladed. They're still healing. If you okay. look very close, so they're little. So wait, what's that? Yeah, what That's is that? Like it's a tattoo. essentially a tattoo, right. but it fades. But it's okay. supposed to last. Is it when you have uh, like holes or gaps, and so it fills in the gaps? Yeah, they basically just do the whole brow. I, I'm I not wearing like anything I can explain right this now. better. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, they just do it, you know? Um, essentially, it's it's a ton of little like Baby micro cuts. cuts along your brow, and then they fill it in with pigment, wow. which know. is kind of insane. Intense. But also, you should watch a video because it's just I'm like, this is technology today. Oh my God. But they numb you could it. Do it doesn't this. hurt too bad. Yeah. No, it doesn't hurt because they numb the whole. It's thing. just the healing process. I'm like, Ugh, don't look too close. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm trying to go in for Botox, which I have to call and make an appointment. I went once, it didn't work on me, which is just terrible. Um, it worked for a week. It was very weird. I'm not sure Wait. what happened. But That's yeah, weird. it was weird. I got like 30 units in my forehead and I moved two weeks later. Like my face moved well, two weeks normally, later. Yeah. Oh, I was like, did the moving process stress you out? And then but I, was, I was surprised how much it hurt. Yeah. I was like screaming for my life. They were injecting me. And yeah, I was well, like, we don't have a good pain tolerance. Well, I, I just, I just didn't realize that you actually get needled in your fucking forehead yeah. with yeah. Botox. Until yeah. you're there in the moment realizing, yeah, what like, am oh. I doing? That's yeah. so funny. I'm like the opposite. So I'm a big Botox person, but I must have watched it least 30 videos before I went and got it done because I was like what does this look like what am I getting myself into I need to know so I walked in and I was like we're embracing the needles today (laughs) fully prepared (laughs) yeah I love it. Okay, let's get into both of you. We're so excited to chat with you guys about your new apparel line which is just like so exciting that you're two sisters, one two sisters, and <laughs> how many convenient. times have you how wanted many... to kill yourselves? <laughs> kill each other, not yourselves, each other. Each how other. many times have you guys been like just going at it? We're we weird. weirdly get along really well, and okay. people tell us it's weird and it's not normal all the time. Um, we fought a lot growing up, and I think something happened when she graduated high school because she's younger. I'm I'm <laughs> that older. Was finally cool enough. Something <laughs> something clicked, and like we just started getting along from from then on. But we yeah. I mean we still fight. Our personalities just really complement each other. Ashley's way more I'm super chill. Super like, chill. chill. She loves being told what to do in the mm-hmm. sense of with work. And I'm very like, okay, this needs done, this needs done. She's like, give me a task and I'll do it. And she does it amazing, which helps me because I'm like, okay, I don't have to worry about that and I can do this. And well, we just balance each I other I get so very well. over, if, if we're talking work, I get very overwhelmed by the overall like big picture and that'll stop me from taking steps forward. Mm-hmm. If she'll help me by being like, you need to start here. And then once I get started, then I'm good. Yeah. So that's something that I struggle with. So I feel like in that sense, or even if I'm, you know, overwhelmed with something, she's the one who is just so matter of fact and calms me down. So 
we really don't fight too much. We're like the perfect married couple, but <laughs> co-workers. <laughs> That's so amazing. I was watching uh, your YouTube video where you guys like showed the process of Parallel Apparel. And when you told Ashley that you, like, you're like, the vision is us. Like yeah. I just, oh my God. I almost Full wanted body to cry shells. because it was just, it's so sweet because I mean, Scout kind of did the same thing with OK Sis. To me, she yeah. was like, we need to do something together. And she's like, and it needs to be us. Yes. And it is our thing I see this vision and I was really hesitant and scared and she had so much faith in like what this could have become yeah yeah I mean I wish Alicia could have picked a better time I wasn't like straight out of a soul cycle class (laughs) (laughs) I'm like pink like my whole body is pink you can see my eyelash extensions looking (laughs) so rough (laughs) so rough um but also side note Alicia edited that whole video herself and it took her like a month Her and TK actually worked on the whole thing together. It's a Um, very good video. Yeah. So she, they really killed it because, I mean, I feel like they popped. I feel like that's the best video she ever made. Thank you so much. I'm very proud of it. I will say. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It was insane because I, I really wanted to do an apparel line, but I couldn't just see the vision until I honestly pictured it with Ashley, which I'm sure you understand once you had that moment, it all just makes sense, you know? The, the the way we go about it, even what the exact pieces look like, and I just couldn't see it with anyone else. I didn't even ask if she wanted to do it. That's what I was like. There, I was like, was something already created like that she was just jumping into? But the way you did it is such a sisterly thing. Yeah. Like, oh, by yeah. the way, this is your new life. Yeah. This is your yeah. new business. The project that you will do. Yeah. I was like, cool. Let me you. budget accordingly. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to talk about the actual Paraline because you guys have been very intentional about not making this like an influencer brand or a YouTuber, right like a merch type of thing yeah. this is like an actual fashion really intentional it's not fast fashion you guys make everything in LA right yeah, yeah. so why was that important to you is fashion just something that you always wanted to get into we both have always loved fashion and it's crazy because I would never you know I feel like we all know those people who you think of fashion like you're their fashion influencer right. but I would never really put us in that category. However, we really have always loved fashion. Um, We also love being comfortable. And I think that was the main point. You know, I used to before think to be fashionable means you have to be wearing heels and leather pants and da 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 and very Can't eat out dinner there. with everyone else because yeah. your jeans are uncomfortable. You know, or just like oh, I'm, bright un- bu- I'm unbuttoning everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Me yeah. all the time. Yeah. All the time. So we just, we really, I don't know. If I'm wearing an outfit and I feel uncomfortable in it I am my confidence goes down yeah. instantly and it, it, yeah. surprisingly it took me so long to figure out <laughs> then just wear comfortable clothes like wear things that you feel good in and I don't know for us the the line really came together pretty easily in the sense of what you know the vision was what we wanted it to look like um, yeah. we really wanted to be in LA because we wanted to go in and touch the fabrics and be mm-hmm. hands-on mm-hmm. that was one of the most you know important things to us and be able to see where things are made you know it's not a sweatshop what we're paying for why you know it is pieces that you're going to invest in a little bit more however you know it's not going to come unraveled in two seconds and as much as we want to trust you know what people are telling us at the same time we want to see for our own eyes um, because it is different having a project with a following because you know you're you're on this pedestal that people are looking to find holes in or they're looking you know just for anything wrong with it and it's a little intimidating you know because we're very open that we're here to learn this is our first drop and we already have learned so much yeah. but um it's been really really cool overall it's been awesome yeah you I guys, want, oh go ahead you guys yeah. said in the video which i'm so interested in hearing kind of the reflection on because i know in that video you did a lot of you know back nostalgic when you were younger videos i, I was you yep. guys said that you had different styles kind of up until now what were those different styles like was one in pink and one not in pink because yes. Mads came <laughs> yes, home I was oh, in yeah. all pink I was then? all limited to like and I was looking out for her I was looking out for her she told me her. I looked terrible she's like you cannot wear that. I said you shouldn't shop there I don't think it's a good look for you I think we're the you're same like, people oh. and what's funny is you're both the, like the two of you guys are the younger ones yes. yeah. and you guys were going like bright pinks oh, and neons yeah. and stuff yeah. like that yeah no and then it just went hard monochromatic like no color because you listen to me you yeah. listen oh, okay. to me yeah. 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 Oh, oh, wait, we so give what, them credit yeah until <laughs> like, oh, we give we them we learned credit. okay but, uh, I, I remember yeah. one time specifically you told me my eyebrows looked horrible because yeah, yeah. I I made them boxes I like and I 
I don't. We'll send don't a picture why. to you guys. Oh, I know. I wish I had the photos. <laughs> and all one color, like so yeah. bad. And she sat me down and said, "Hun, this looks horrible." And I'm not. And I'm not a makeup person, really. You're also She's not a non-confrontational person. Yeah. So it was so a big deal. I always like assumed that Alicia knew what she was doing with makeup because I've never cared about <laughs> makeup either. Like, but I remember at one point I was like, "Your eyebrows look like they're sharpies." And you I know? was like, "No, this is the look I want." <laughs> well, at least you didn't come home with a big tattoo, and your sister said, "That's really ugly. You should not have done that." Oh. One. Oh my god, I heard that on your guys' most recent okay, podcast. Wait, show it. Oh, she's wearing a bodysuit. Yeah, you can see it. it, right? Is it this side or the other yeah, side? Yeah, yeah. Look how ugly Wait, this what is. Okay, okay, so let like me tell the story. Oh, no, no, no. style. Look at this. <laughs> let me tell Tumblr the fucking style. story first, just real fast, just to clear my name. Yeah. So <laughs> I met a girl, and she had this sick skull that she drew, and it was kind of like tattoo, hardcore, whatever. Okay. I asked her if she would draw me one. She never got back to me. I followed up on a text. She never got back to me, and I am very impulsive when I make a decision mm. and so I was like well she's not getting back to me so I'm just gonna go get one myself and I saw this this was like 10 years ago okay. I saw okay. it and I liked that it was a pretty school yeah. because it represented that my bipolar disorder brings me beauty oh, and I then thank you as I fucking oh walk God, I out of this tattoo <laughs> shop she texts me and she says that she has the drawing ready for me oh, no. <laughs> no no no, oh, we, no she became one of my best friends after that but I thought she was like oh, too gosh. cool to like push right. you right, know right, right. Like, you didn't I don't annoy. need you <laughs> I was like, I don't want to, like, bother her. Um, I get it. So. Did you get it from Tumblr? Okay, first of all, Tumblr was, like, the thing. Yeah, I was like, did you get it from Tumblr? No, it was on the wall. Okay. <laughs> she said, I love that one, please. I that one. <laughs> oh, my God, I love it. Right here. Yeah. Right in the most okay, so basic part. Okay, so you're in pink. I'm, I'm in pink. With Sharpie eyebrows. Sharpie eyebrows. Incredible. Neon skirt. Um, I don't, yeah, just very. Very girly. Yeah. Just very girly. Very girly. Okay. I don't even know what else yeah. to describe it as. Ashley was the boho child. I lived and breathed. <sighs> Free people. A little hippie. Okay. I loved all dark. Yeah. Muted. I had cardigans on cardigans. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Do you remember the poncho era? Yeah. Oh, I had one. Oh. Actually, I was. Oh, like you I might still have still one. I was like, still? I was like, you still I think wear it? We got rid of it. I'm, I'm sure. I, I think I made you. I haven't seen it in a while. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you gave it to me. I'm it was like, a present. So, I probably did. I'm so scared for those. I feel like they're going to come back. <laughs> I, I, everything's coming everything's back. Everything's coming back. You know, I don't think the poncho needs to. I think that's the one thing that just gets. I sure did it. I did it. Literally. But yeah, what was interesting was at that time, I'm thinking this was five. Four years ago, maybe, that whenever we would steal clothes out of each other's closets, it was always something basic, essential, perfect for date night, perfect for, you know, a night out, whatever. And that those would were, be a core piece for her outfit, but also mm. worked as a core piece for, like, my, like, boho yeah. Exactly. Bodysuits, yeah. crop tops, um, leggings, jeans. And obviously that was so easy for us to say, okay, this is what that line would be. It's something that everyone needs in their closet. Yeah. You know, it, it has your back if you're, you know, going on a first date. You just want to feel good in. Like, when you have that one pair of pants or that one shirt that you know you feel so sexy in, you feel great in, and you don't have to worry about stuff, that's what we wanted each of the pieces to be um so it was so easy mm -hmm. coming up with everything yeah where's kind of like the line between athleisure wear and basics because i yes. think that it gets you know like set active for example i can wear almost as a basic versus a an athletic yeah. situation and mm -hmm. i think that line is getting a little blurred in a really really great way yeah. yeah so when you guys were thinking of the line because i can see it living in both areas where you can wear this the top with jeans and and heels or yeah. you can wear it with leggings and be more of like on the go you know grocery shopping completely yeah i what's interesting is i think one of the big pluses to having it all made here in la was i don't think we realized that's what exactly what we we wanted mm -hmm. until we went and touched mm. all the fabric options because we both of us like inevitably just kept being drawn to the more athletic material just because that's what I feel most comfortable in we love both of us love not wearing a bra or having to wear a bra uh, we so, all own bras yeah. <laughs> so once like this specific one this is one of the best sellers this is the square neck top Thank we you. took the material loved it and then just like doubled it so there's two layers of it so it feels very supportive, supportive yeah. and um, soft and smooth but also like lays very like smoothly on the body mm -hmm. and I think that's just something that comes with athletic fabrics yeah and I don't know about you guys I have my cute workout clothes that I'm like oh I'm going where there might be like you know cute guys or something <laughs> then I have my nasty workout clothes that I'm just like oh I'm just working out at home that, you like, that I actually want to sweat <laughs> in yeah, yeah that I'm yeah. like sweating in and then I also have cute 
technically workout clothes that I try not to work out in because they're so cute and they're, you know, a little more expensive and I want to wear it out if I'm doing groceries or whatever. And that's kind of what we wanted these pieces to be. Obviously you can do, you know, light workouts in it, but it's not an active wear brand. It's definitely just athleisure. You could yoga in this. You could do yoga. You could do some light stuff, but it's definitely supposed to be those pieces that you want to have for those you know whether you're shopping or date night or right. anything like that mm-hmm. like dress up and down yeah and even easily. covid like sweatpants are not going anywhere anytime they better not. they better not i want to be in the club in my sweatpants with heels like we will that's riot the in the streets if they try to take them away <laughs> if they not try okay. to take away my matching sweatsuits like <laughs> yeah we're, we're out exactly we're out. um okay so i want to talk about youtube um because well, Alicia, you've like grown up on the internet. Yeah. I think Ashley, you entered in like yes. kind of six years ago, which is still growing up. Um, I, I kind of want to ask a little bit about self worth and self love. Because you. yeah, I was gonna say because <laughs> on the internet, you alluded to it, and yes. I can only imagine. Because, you know, I just started a YouTube channel. Oh, my like, God. Oh, yeah, you did. Go subscribe. Yeah, you did. at Maddie Mayo. <laughs> um, and I can imagine that putting yourself out on the internet so vulnerably, I mean, we've been doing it for only three years, and it already has taught me so much about myself mm-hmm. and just about the way I, pr- I pr- present myself and Truly. how I'm perceived. But growing up and going through, like, high school yeah, with all this visibility, what, what Wait, does that Wait, how old your... are both of you again? 28. I'm okay. 31. Okay. So I started 13 years ago. Holy shit. And I will say, though, I only had maybe one or two classmates ever find me because back then no one watched YouTube. So when I see, you know, all of these new TikTok stars or people in high school going through this, I can't imagine because I actually didn't have to go through that. My channel didn't take off for four or five years. And I started when I was a sophomore. It was like the summer of my sophomore year. And it was just makeup tutorials that were so incredibly embarrassing and bad. I'm so mad. I deleted my first few videos mm. because there wasn't a private feature then, which is hilarious. Um, it just shows how old, you know, long time ago that was. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was it was so cute and it was so fun. But it was really interesting once I started getting a following. Did you guys watch Taylor Swift's documentary on yes. Netflix? Yes. Do you remember the quote where she said, Someone had told her once, you stop aging emotionally or something when you become famous. You're stunted. You're stunted. Emotionally oh. stunted or something. Whoa. I think that was the yeah. term she yeah. used. She said that's like a thing known in the industry or whatever. You and mean that when you get famous, you stop emotionally growing? Yeah. You kind of get trapped in that age that you became famous uh, at. Oh, I see what you mean. Everyone yeah, yeah, yeah. started liking like, you. Right. Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. And yeah. I can fully attest to that. I don't know I think it's because you just start wanting to you know keep up what's going and not let people down and people have this idea of you and then suddenly four years later you know I'm 25 years old still doing back to school hauls and people genuinely think I'm in high school Mm. and honestly during the time I didn't see anything wrong with it because I knew what I was doing I was like oh my god not only am I making content that people like it's getting so much views and whatever and then every year I just assumed oh I'll just keep doing the same stuff you know I'm gonna keep doing the same shit and it'll never get old you know Mm. And then I like kind of forgot. You started I grow up. <laughs> yeah, so it's different with YouTube versus, let's say, Disney Channel. You know, their their target audience will always be kids, and when people grow up, they bring in new talent, and the show stays the same. However, with YouTube, you grow and you evolve, and your audience also grows and evolves. And that's and some, you're hoping that they're like growing with you. You hope that they then, do yeah. until you realize, oh, why they're outgrowing me, mm. and. I just all my worth was in my views and I I genuinely thought I loved what I was doing because it was getting 10 million views Mm. like I genuinely wasn't embarrassed of it I loved it I I you know obviously love the check too but like I was just like oh no I love my life right now um even though I had no social life whatsoever because we turned in a extra bedroom in our house into a school set that's how hard we went we had lockers we had like people thought I we did the genuinely Went to a school to shoot, and that was just part of my my stuff. And I remember becoming 25, having a quarter-life crisis, <laughs> and finally wanting to date. Because up until then, I'd had one serious relationship, but I was so focused on work. It just wasn't a big deal to me. And quickly, I realized, holy shit, I'm embarrassed of this. I don't want to show anyone. I don't want to show God. Like, that would be my worst like you know me being there with my mouth wide open like being like omg crazy like, and, like ah. what's the first question that like it's asked on a first date it's like yeah. what do you do and of yeah. course if you say what you do they're gonna look you up you know yeah. whether they, they've already looked you up before you they, get to yeah. the already have. especially yeah. if you met online exactly yeah. and around this time is when the dare i say quote algorithm started changing and or people were you know outgrowing my content and i didn't fall in love with it anymore 
and the views just plummeted. Mm. And that's when I quickly realized, holy shit, I really don't like this. Like not only do I not like what I'm doing, but now it's not even getting the views. And I really just thought I loved it. Um, and then that's when I realized I need a break from this and need to figure out what I'm doing. But I would say from 21 to 25, those four years, I was probably like in my head, like 17, you know, being like, I'm back to school shopping. But I also think that was, that was something, I think she was like stepping into like a character. Yeah, Yeah, I definitely, what any other, you know. And it's so interesting because when you think of YouTube and you think of influencers, like that is one of the most real channels that Mm -hmm. you can be like you can be so raw you can be so yourself and then you just weren't yourself anymore on it I so it's like who are you well and I really struggle with social anxiety as well as anxiety and then I also got um diagnosed with a little bit of OCD and now looking back I'm like it makes so much sense like we all knew so much sense (laughs) like even um I used to purposely put a Starbucks cup behind me because I was like oh that's Alicia Marie would do oh my like, god it's insane wait so <laughs> how do you okay so just like a psychology question yeah because obviously you know me and Matt started this three years ago where we, we don't have the audience of like a 10 million YouTube situation but I find myself tripping out sometimes that there are people out there that know my life like I have an agency and I'll get people from the sisterhood coming to apply to work with me and I'll get on the phone and they're like oh how's the move like I saw this in your house and it just it's such a weird fucking phenomenon that I don't know if we're going to understand the impacts of because when it came to celebrity we didn't actually know them we Mm -hmm, knew the characters they played we didn't know what their house looked like we didn't know what their conversations were like etc and so with this new level of access into people's lives it changes everything it changes everything but not only that you know I think I pride myself on being who I am on the mic, but no matter what, there's a mic in front of my face. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I'm not like this when the mic's not here and it's You're me and aware. Matt yeah. sitting at 2 p.m. in our house, like, <laughs> you know, whatever. Yeah. So in, in a sense, it's always going to be an aspect of a show, no matter, yeah. no yeah, matter you're what. On. Yeah, right. there's but definitely like, a character. How do you, it's just such a mind fuck. It, it real, is. It it real, is. I mean, even now I totally blinked out forgetting that people are listening to this because we're just yeah, having a totally. conversation. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, people oh, are we get way this. too comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this one. Um, oh, but gosh. even like numbers, like I remember one thing, I forget the exact number and I'm sure Alicia will remember because she's good at this stuff. But I remember a certain amount of views that like a video of mine didn't do well. And then sh- she said something about like how many people fit in one stadium. What I was it? It's like 60,000 or something like that. that. Yeah. And yes. I, she oh, was yeah. like, she was like, if, one of your videos even got like I forget I forget what number I had but she was like imagine that's like three football stadiums yeah it's crazy and I was like oh my god it's wild it's <laughs> yeah. wild it's, it's insane there's inflation I, of numbers we're yeah. not equating it to real people I don't yeah. think our human mind is even meant to comprehend that and that's mm-hmm. why when people are like what's it like when you're you know hitting you know x amount of views to me I'm like I I genuinely like it all just it blurs it's abstract it does because when you're when we're doing a podcast when you're filming something you're talking to a one person Uh it's a one-on-one intimate and i mean when i listen to podcasts like i feel like i know the person because it's like they're a best friend in your ear where yeah if you were performing in front of a stadium (laughs) and then you know someone does come up and you almost forget you're like oh Oh, oh, you're right. a you person. Know, you, yeah. you watched me. Yeah. So and well. it is, re- it's so cool, obviously, you know, yeah. and it is, you know, obviously there's some weird times where you, you know, don't expect people to know things. I think for whatever reason, I just am kind of used to it by now. Um, and I don't see it as weird or anything because there's so many times where I'm like, oh, like I'm subs- subscribed to people doesn't mean I'm obsessed with them or I'm like weird, you know, like I, I'm subscribed to so many people and I like watching their stuff. Um, and if I went to say hi, like, you know, that's. Yeah. Did, did you guys feel as if, because I remember Sivan Ayla, who's a blogger, said this once yes. in an Instagram story three years ago that I remember, because that's <laughs> what we do, um, <laughs> that she wanted to create a product line because not necessarily that she saw an expiration date on content creation, mm-hmm. but that she felt as if at one point in her life, potentially, let's say she's 45, 55, whatever age she gets, and I could totally be applying meaning to what she said. This is how I interpreted it, um, that she wanted something else. She wanted mm-hmm. something else. And so in, in a way, was the apparel line that something else for you? Because I can imagine that 
when and this is why I think content creators do so many other things because at a certain point tangible well yeah but also at a certain point the content creation becomes the oil machine you want a new challenge and you want new new stability for future careers when something like maybe podcast goes away maybe YouTube whatever Mm -hmm. was that some part of it of like okay we've been in the content creation game for X amount of years I'm ready to now pursue a different business option a thousand percent. thousand percent thousand. i mean that's why that's why both of us started our podcast also because we mm-hmm. had our channels and then i remember at one point because again i'm 31 i remember I, I think it was when i turned 29 i was like approaching 30 i was like i don't know what i'm doing with my life like <laughs> shit could hit the fan tomorrow and everything could be done and i have no plan b i don't have a plan c and i had a like minor panic attack and we were both like we need to start like diversifying so yeah. that's where my podcast came from isn't that where your podcast totally came from? after i had my um burnout moment i'm not kidding you can google burnout youtuber my face will pop up <laughs> it's like my legacy now um but i do love talking about it because it yeah, is really important and sure. half of the reason was i was coming up on my 10 year anniversary of making my youtube channel and i was not excited i was mm. so i had so much anxiety i was so stressed i was thinking how can i do this for another 10 years like i was on my i was just burnt out and again she's the one she was doing everything yeah but that's all the thing <laughs> <laughs> not my brightest moment um but the problem more so was okay I have 10 years of experience but what do I have to show for it I had no show I had no book I had no much experience with acting and nothing tangible all I had were views and yes it was you know great cool but a video could have been at 10 million views it also could have been at 100 million views and I would have felt the same way in that moment of I have nothing tangible to show for this. All of Mm -hmm. my hard work, and especially at that time, there were not really many creators who took a break and actually were able to come back successfully. And Mm -hmm. that's what tripped me up. I was thinking, which is bullshit. I'm at the end of my career. I have nothing to show for this, and I need to diversify myself. Like I have to do more. I know there's more in me. Um, I know I'm an entrepreneur, but what's holding me back? At the time, I didn't even have merch because I was such a perfectionist and just overthinking everything. And um, it took, you know, that little freak out moment to realize, okay, I need to stop having so much worth in these views Mm -hmm. because at the time I would only do a video if if it would do well. Like what would do well? What would get more views? But people would watch, but are they actually caring about me? You know, that was my issue. And then I also wasn't thinking about, okay, in five years, what's my plan? If I want to have a makeup collab, let's say, why am I not posting makeup stuff? Like if that's the goal, I need to work backwards from that opposed Mm -hmm. to just doing a comedy sketch because it's going to, you know, go viral for a minute, you know? Right. So I think realizing you know, if you are in this world, some people just want to be famous and some people are entrepreneurs and want to have a business and love the creation. And it's so important to realize what type of creator you are. There is nothing wrong with either. I think before I used to like look down on the people who just wanted their five seconds of fame where now I'm like, no, do like, if you want to be a reality star, do that. But if you also, you know, want to be an entrepreneur, you have to push yourself. And even though you may upload a video, honestly, two years ago, my video announcing parallel, I would have been so embarrassed of the views. I would have been like, oh my God, it only hit 500,000. Oh my gosh, I should I take it down? Do I delete it? I'm not kidding because that's how insane it is. Yeah. Where now I can healthily look at the views and say, holy shit, half a million people know about a brand I created. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's crazy. That's crazy. But when you're used to 20 million views, yeah. you see it as negative. And that's the fucked up part about this, you know, views and worth game. and numbers. Yeah. And it takes a lot. And there's still days where I fall into that trap of, do I private this? Like, is this embarrassing? Am I irrelevant? But it, it really is important to kind of look at those five-year goals, I would say. Do you think oh it's my God. Been... There's so much going on in my mind. I know. <laughs> like, do you, I was going to say, like, do you think that when you made that shift at 25, when you actually leaned into who you were and and showing the world how did people perceive it oh were, they, were they were they would they drop off or they're just like wait this is not you they were like this isn't alicia marie like you've changed. changed yeah you've oh, changed but you probably cause... found like a loyal found more, too. you found yourself you mm-hmm. found this like loyal actual yes. actual people that matter i was right? gonna say i think there was a weeding out and all of a sudden yes. you were left with people that were actually there for you i would was... truly say it's taken those three years of like churning even um talking to my youtube manager will look at my channel and there are a lot of unsubs but there's a lot of subs and they're saying to really focus on the new subs versus keeping the old people who subscribed for those comedy sketches of course they're not going to like your new content but that's Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. like it's fine don't look at the unsubs as what am I doing wrong just see it as I don't want you as a subscriber anyway because you're probably expecting a family-friendly channel where now I clearly don't do that um so it, it does take a long time but going back to even the whole celebrity thing you know 
I think fans of celebrities back in the day or even now, they don't get as mad when they see them do something crazy because they don't really, you know, have that attachment to them as much. But when I first started posting myself going out at 25 years old, keep in mind, people were pissed. People were, they're like, you, you've never drank before where I did. I just didn't show it, you know, or I never, now you're cussing and you've changed and you're, you have new friends and they're influencing you bad. And I'm like, no, I, now I'm just showing you who I really am. And now that's not good enough. And that felt like a full on, or it's just different. Mm -hmm. It's just different. It was shocking. It was shocking. Yeah. Because they thought they got one thing and then they got something, something else. Completely different. Yeah. But it's, it's so crazy. And I just want to recognize this moment here for people that are listening, including my sister, (laughs) that you two are standing in front of us with a wildly popular channels, podcasts, uh, following half a million views on your apparel line. And yet you still sit here and you're like, I'm struggling with the self-worth behind the number. Yep. And some people can sit here are listening and thinking, fuck, I wish I had that number. But what I want to tell them, not not that I'm not, the point is that I'm making is not that you're ungrateful. The point that no. I'm making is that even when you get there, there's always you, you, more. There's, there's always more. Mm-hmm. And so if you don't start from the beginning with that self-worth conversation, it doesn't matter if you have 10 million mm-hmm. or 1 million or 10,000. If you don't have that inner work set up straight, what, you know? What the yeah. fuck is the point? Yeah. Like, you'll literally totally. never get there. You'll well, never get, you're, you're you're never get there. You're something else. Even other influencers who, um, let's say they're used to 15 million views and I've seen them tweet, oh, this video didn't perform well. It only got 2 million. All the replies are people being like, Oh my God, you're so ungrateful, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, it all, it it really is a ratio. It's this thing. You get used to it. You get used to it. This is a really bad, dark fucking example. But (laughs) let's go. Let's Let's do it. Sorry, this is, but this, it shows, it shows it very well. Tony Robbins, I think, is the one who talks about this. There was a billionaire. He was the richest guy in Germany or somewhere in Europe. And then someone became out, like went a little bit above him and he committed suicide. Because he could not deal with the fact that his number went that down. And it's and, crazy because wow. it didn't go down. It, yeah. It, it didn't go down. <laughs> it's, but yeah. to him, it, like, yeah. totally. Because we yeah. assign our worth. So we assign our worth to that type of a number. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's so cool that. Okay, so then let's sorry, ask. Sorry. Yeah. So, no, this is great because I want to I want to wrap on a high note, not people. Sorry. You know, well, I'm just. Uh, sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, it's a good example. It but paints so, the story. But so now. What do you assign to your self worth? What matters to you? Ooh, Ooh. that's a great question. Yeah, no one's ever fantastic. asked me. <laughs> <laughs> Stop I honestly am so thankful for the real friendships and relationships in my life. Mm-hmm. I think that is something so cliche that you always hear people talk about, but um, you know, the people who are praising you when there's nothing around to gain, or even, you know when it comes to posting something, seeing the connection and people, the quality of a comment versus the emptiness of a view is something that really I cherish a lot more now. Um, And that's something that, again, if I tried to tell my younger self, she still wouldn't listen because views are cool. You know, that's the (laughs) only way to really gauge success in this world and likes and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I think focusing on that smaller community that smaller family is so much more important than just viral like when does it end you know Uh, one million I remember when I hit a million subscribers after five years I sat there and thought I have to do this again to get two million Mm. like the again the whole whole, I thought I made it five seconds later I was like well shit (laughs) and and that turns into five million to 10 million to 50 million to 100 million to 200 like there's always more and even seeing you know people just struggle with that it's it it hurts because yeah it, there's there, you're never happy yeah or seeing the you know changing the mindset to the more being so exciting so mm-hmm. for me i i don't know how i did this but somehow i've really mastered how stoked i am where i'm at right now in life like i look at our downloads and i cry of happiness i, love that. I look at my revenue in my agency i cry of happiness and I have goals to double that. And so like being in both is such a beautiful way because you're in the moment, you're proud of yourself, you see the fruits of your labor and the magic around you while also knowing that you get to grow too at the Mm -hmm. same time. And it's such a cool way to look at it because then the whole thing's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Not just one part of it, not just the journey. I remember (laughs) telling myself (laughs) when I first started that if I could just be able to do this and travel and cut even. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's the dream. Yeah. yeah. If I can be paid to, you know, go to New York and shoot something. And even if I don't make money from it, but I just cut even like that is amazing. And there's been multiple times in my career. I have to check in with myself and think, remember when all you wanted to do was just be able to do this for your job. Yeah. yeah. Like don't forget that. Doing it. Yeah. 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 We, we're doing it. Right. That was we're even our, that was even our plan with parallel. We were like, let's assume we're not going to make any money for the next five years. off of this Oh, completely. Thing. Like not you seeing know. it totally. And yeah. even, even being able to hire employees and be like, holy shit, even if we don't make money from this, but we're able to like give we people jobs, a job. yeah. yeah, and make a team and yeah. create something completely, yeah. like Your that's amazing, you know. It. And yeah. it's so easy again to get caught up in the oh my god, how many sales or how many downloads or yeah. do people love it? That that right. kind of stuff instead of just being grateful right like you're doing something with your sister like that's so rad it's incredible and we like obviously we were like scared scary (laughs) and it's a big risk but I we had like multiple conversations about this and we were like we'd much rather like fall forward Mm -hmm. knowing that we took the risk and like tried rather than just sitting there and wondering what would have been if we ever like actually applied ourselves and gave it a go forward forward Fuck yes. Yeah. I love that. Let's make t-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for coming Absolutely. on. Absolutely. This was so fun. This was I love when I zone out in a I podcast. I was and I was like, I'm into it. I thought we just started. <laughs> I know. I zoned out many times. Yeah. I was like, my whole mind was blown. I was like, okay, Mads is going to kill me if I go on way too many tangents here. <laughs> okay. Tell everyone where they can follow you, find you, find the apparel line, everything. Um, well, the apparel line is at parallel for all things parallel apparel mm-hmm. i'm at ash nicole and alicia's at alicia alicia marie mm-hmm. ashley nicole i know you mm-hmm. got the ash uh, alicia instagram How i think it? I, well i tried to get alicia marie and it was taken but, but then alicia instagram wasn't? said well alicia's inactive so if you're inactive uh, uh, yeah so you're wow. really i was like i'll there. take it yeah oh yeah yep. that's the magic thank you so much for having us thank you ladies and you can find us at OKSIS Podcast. Oh, okay. That was a good one. I was like, should we say ours? That's oh, yeah. OKSIS Podcast. Thanks, guys. Go subscribe. <laughs> subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hey. All the things. Hey. All the things. <laughs> All right. Is that it? Yeah, we, I don't know. We, it's in person. We just Mason, end. Mason, are we done? Can we just end? Can we, we're done. Oh, we're done. <laughs>